venture to represent an undrafted free agent yesterday, Lucas Howard. Shout out. Let's go. Shout out. There you go, baby. Are we going to do some NBA draft takes at all? Oh, We're yeah. definitely going to talk NBA. Um, why don't you uh, bring us in, Zach? All right. Welcome to a Midwest podcast, a narcissistic pursuit or ideas and stuff that comes into our brains. My name is Zach. Flush. I'm joined by Flush. My name is Luke. <laughs> we got this intro down, baby. Episode nine. Let's go. What's your name, Toilet? My name is Toilet. Flush. I said my own name last episode. Thank you for editing me, Luke. <laughs> we're getting better, but we're not perfect yet. Definitely not. Well, um, where to begin, fellas? There's a lot that happened this last week. <laughs> there's we a lot is. in the dock. There's um, a lot in the dock. If if you would uh, humor me, I do have a story that I would like to tell. Ooh. Um, so it was Monday. I was getting ready for the Bears game by preparing the only way I know how, which is going to the liquor store to select the drinks by which um, I will dull the pain and suffering and boredom of watching the Chicago Bears. A corkscrew for the lobotomy. Yes, and I was walking down California, and I got uh, stopped at an intersection at a crosswalk um, waiting for the light to change. And I turned my head over to the curb, and I noticed right there on the street was just a full dime bag of mysterious white powder. Hell yeah. And What's I, that for us non-drug guys? Toilet and I are non-drug guys. Here. Yeah, I have no idea what you're referring to. Yeah, I don't know what you're referring to. <laughs> you don't know what a dime bag full of mysterious white powder is? <laughs> like a little like a little one of know, those like, tiny baggies. Like confectioner sugar? Somebody was taking it to their friend's house to bake? I don't know. Yeah, is that outside of the IHOP that's over there? Because that would make sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was outside of the BP. Um, no, that's that's oh. the thing. It was filled with white powder and... I thought for a second, like, I'd I just, sniff it. Do, pick that am up. I just gonna, am I just going to pick this up? <laughs> Is today about to be really cool? Are we about to go to the moon to watch the Bears game? Hell yeah, baby. Party for one. Nick Foles can do it. Nick Foles can do it. <laughs> just loaded on PCP watching the Bears. <laughs> That's probably the only way to watch that offense because that is like the most low-T energy offense I've ever seen in my fucking life. The laser show sucks. Um, I didn't because um, I was afraid. I'm afraid of fentanyl. And... Boo, coward. <laughs> I know. And I'm pretty sure that like even if I tried to cowards eat it... cowards don't even smoke crack. <laughs> if I, I tried Quite to literally. It, Quite and literally. it wasn't cocaine and it didn't like numb your tongue like i wouldn't know what it was um and i'm not just going to take random ground scores although that is like a big part of like grateful dead and festival culture is just to, like take any drugs you find on the ground are people like instructed not a to drug leave drugs on the ground like if you're there it's like in the honor system like if you take some you gotta leave some no i think it's just like people <laughs> dropping stuff <laughs> If you see something, leave something. <laughs> Fucking Johnny Appleseed just like dropping <laughs> drugs as you walk around the Grateful Dead concert. Only you Lot can lizards. prevent someone from being at this concert sober. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, it, it felt like that feeling that you get when you're looking over the side of a bridge or a cliff, you know, like the intrusive thought where it's like, I'm going to do it. No, no, just kidding. Um, are you, are you looking at vi- uh, pictures of and videos of sunken ships? Call back to last episode. <laughs> um, not quite that feeling, but like the feeling of like, I could do something really stupid here and have it affect the rest of my life, but I'm not going to but I could. <laughs> you ever think that when you're driving on that expressway and you're like, I wonder what it would be like if I just drove right into that median right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Like, I'm the only one who's a public school teacher. So you guys don't <laughs> feel that as much as I do. <laughs> How much can my Ford focus, uh, drive one of these, uh, barrels full of water into the opposite <laughs> direction of oncoming traffic. School's going great guys. Thanks for asking. School's going so well. <laughs> It's going so well that you're considering driving the opposite way down the expressway. It's going so well that I am having a podcast with two other white men in their 20s trying to find an alternate career. Barely in our 20s. Hey, ho. Hey, ho. Shout out to our sweet prince, MB, turning 30 today. 30. Happy birthday. The big chew. We know you're listening. Flirty, dirty, and thriving. Yeah, we know you're listening. I, I actually do listening. know that you're listening because I get the location data from the downloads for this podcast <laughs> and Austin, Texas regularly shows up. So thanks for watching or listening, bud. Shout out to Chewy and B. We had a really cool heart to heart moment on a new year's Eve one year. And then uh, like a couple months later, I like, we were like corresponding and I was like, yeah, dude, like love that talk we had on new year's Eve. Like that really meant a lot to me. And then he's like, all right, in all honesty, I have no idea what you're talking about. I was pretty <laughs> drunk that night. <laughs> I was like, it's all right, man. I know it was in your heart. It was great, from my end at least. It was great for me. Well, speaking of 30th birthdays, I don't want to dominate the like first part of this podcast with my segments, but I feel like this segue is too good to pass up um, because Maddie was watching 13 going on 30, the other um, day, which sure. is the impetus of like the 30 flirty and thriving mantra. The Anne Hathaway? Um, it's uh, Jennifer Garner. That's right. Same thing. Keep going. Same person. <laughs> Same person. Um, Have I ever given you my market correction theory? <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a what would you do? Uh, a little uh, John Quinonez, and this might be a little spicy, so we'll see um, if it ends up staying in the in the show. Um, but thirteen going on thirty, the the movie is about like a thirteen year old girl wishes that she was thirty, flirty, and thriving, and is transported seventeen years into the future into her future self at 30 like not a different person not like she it was a big situation where one night she fell asleep and she was in the current day 13 and then tomorrow she was 30 like 17 years have passed it goes from the 80s to 2004 it's herself but in her mind she's a 13 year old girl is it ethical to have sex with her absolutely not (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's a big no that's a big no dude big no if you found out your girlfriend was really 12 but she was just in your girlfriend's body or wife's body what would you do i would think that uh, she had gone insane 
like I, I'm like I, I am now mirroring the regressing to age thirteen. I, I would think that like she's having a nervous breakdown. Ooh, what if you both think you're a thirteen year old, but you're actually in your current day bodies? <laughs> Show up to middle school. What's up, everybody? <laughs> What's up, everybody? Let's do algebra one. <laughs> We got this, baby. I've already done this before, I think. I'm not sure. <laughs> Who wants to try some materious white powder I found on the ground outside? <laughs> um, it, it certainly would be a shock from a mental development standpoint. I agree. I also think it would be unethical. But yeah. presented in that situation, you would just think the person is like certifiably insane and going through some kind of mental regression and is not an actual 13-year-old yeah, a little in the flowers. host of a thirty-year-old body. Yeah, a little flowers for Algernon situation. So, what happens in the movie? Do they actually? Um, what, is that subject ever broached, or is it more of a PG-friendly? Um, it's, uh, go ahead. No, Zach. no, you go, Luke. Go ahead. It's it's kind of broached. Like she is very pleased with how everything turned out through puberty. Like that's one of the initial jokes that they make. It's like a 13 year old, all of a sudden having like a full grown adults body and it's Jennifer Garner in 2004. So she's looking good. Um, but she wants to have sex with Mark Ruffalo, but he doesn't like her very much because she was mean to him in high school. So she tries she like the whole purpose is like to go back in time and to like redo those mistakes and then at the very end they go forward 17 years and it turns out that like she marries mark ruffalo in the end can i just say the first few times i heard the name mark ruffalo i thought his name was mar gruffalo <laughs> all those people named mar that we know i mean it could be short for marvin or that's it What's Gar's full name? Oh, yeah. Garfield? <laughs> Garf. Gar. This is my son, Gar. Gar. It's, Gar. A, yeah, it's, it's, Gar. Actually, uh, it's actually Cigar is his it's first name. <laughs> Cigar. He's, he's part pirate. That's why he was, like, shipping away all of our picks. <laughs> so you want to you se segue? We segue into some NBA draft talk? Yeah, dude. I love uh, our boy Precious. Did you guys see his family members' names? Yeah, um, I've actually seen his brother God's Gift play. That was back. He played for St. John's back in the day in the Big East. Well, so, I guess it's still the Big East, but yeah, I saw him play, play a basketball game. Um, how does the apostrophe work in the name? Like, you knew? Like, you can just put in a – like, are there other uh, – Punctuation, punctuation marks? marks you can put in a name or is that is that the only one uh hyphen okay but like god's wills like oh can you hand me god's wills backpack like that just seems like a mouthful i don't know but then yeah. like one of the kids names like precious like i've heard that as a name peace i think one mm -hmm. of the children's name was grace faith or, hope yeah about meta world peace <laughs> yeah um I'm not here to name shame. I just had never seen that before. And I was like, that's pretty cool. Like there are just limitless possibilities with names now. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's weird to see as a man's name. I feel like if it was, well, precious, like, or no, though, that's, uh, damn. Yeah. The movie. Precious, yeah. The movie. The movie. Yeah. 
uh, based on the novel by Push, based on Sapphire novel by Push. That's yes, what it's called. Correct. Um, that didn't really shock anyone because for whatever reason, it's okay to name girls like weird platitudes like Faith or Hope or Nevea or Precious or Is Nevea back, uh, heaven backwards? Yeah. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Wow, you picked up on that a lot faster than I did, Toilet. I uh yeah, I'm I'm into this like new naming situation. We talked about this a few weeks ago. Like, cool, let's like keep throwing let's just keep doing cool stuff. Like be unique. I don't wanna be I'm the only toilet I know of. <laughs> That's true. Your parents were really on one when they pulled you out and it's like, there's toilet. Toilet <laughs> sexton. There's our the sexton parents were like, That's our toilet. <laughs> Um, they brought this up in um, the office when it was like, oh, Andy was named Walter Jr. And then they felt that his younger brother bore the name better. So they changed his to Andrew. Like, <laughs> I think that'd be kind of cool if it's like, yeah, you got to earn your name. Like, you're just going to be like, you know, Washington football team until you actually earn what your name is going to be. This is like I mean, a like, big time college. This is a big time high school football coach. Like where you can't wear the uh, the name of the yes. school on your chest until you've earned it. Yeah, it's like a big time. You know, we lost to we lost to like fill in the blank, like really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it. But I'm gonna out where we where we live. But boom roasted. Boom roasted. No, nah, it's cool. They suck. Yeah, I think, um, doesn't Coach K do that with Duke? Like makes them like put the yeah. ups in uh, in a pile and they can't. They wear just them. yeah, like a pile of like generic blue and white uniforms until they can earn the Duke name on the front. <laughs> you know, it'd be really funny is if like some coach actually like saw that all the way through to a game and it's just like they're gonna wear like the practice beanies, <laughs> pennies. Not, yeah, practice pennies. <laughs> it'd be better if they like, oh yeah, you guys, you guys aren't good enough to be sponsored by Nike anymore. You gotta go wear those crappy Converse for a couple weeks. I'll see if you guys want to be <laughs> after that. Got the Russell Athletic <laughs> jerseys. I actually, I actually have an old Jordan jersey from like the '90s, and the brand is uh, Champion. I don't yeah, think dude. I've seen Champion in a while. Champion's back. The kids are all wearing Champion. It's hot on the really? streets. Really? Yeah. I'm wearing a Champion hot. hoodie right now. Toilet <sighs> hot in the streets. Yeah, but Luke, you're an old uh, boomer, so it's not cool. Yeah. Yes, Luke is definitely a boomer. It's new champion stuff, not old champion stuff. Yeah, get yeah. your get your get your new Coke out of here. Yeah, definitely. The champion store in Wicker Park is frequently like line out the door because they like doing drops there, doing streetwear, drops. and it's yeah. next to the Carhartt store, which is apparently streetwear now too. I thought it's it like, was streetwear for Proud Boys only. No. Everybody wears Carhartt, dude. Mm, okay. Street boys are proud boys. <laughs> street boys. Proud <laughs> boys wear uh, Fred Perry. Oh, okay. And Van Heusen. And Van Heusen. Um, but yeah, speaking of the um, NBA draft, I don't know if we have any hot takes. I think two funny things for me. Anthony Edwards actively trying to tank his stock the day before the draft by saying he wanted to play in the NFL and focus on his rap career. All time, I don't want to play in Minnesota move. <laughs> Just hops off the plane and he's like, oh, it's already snowing here in November? This shit sucks. <laughs> like, Also a bird brain take to say, like, yeah, I feel like I'm going to be able to express myself more in the NFL. Like... 
yeah dude yeah totally for sure yeah with your with your pads and your helmet on and nobody can see your face like definitely for sure you're definitely going to express yourself more maybe he's just galaxy brain he saw lavar ball was in the nfl and he had three nba adjacent or nba caliber children he's like oh what if i go and do that and then i'll be hella rich lavar ball was in the nfl he was on like a practice squad for the carolina panthers it's those practice squad guys that end up like really doing big stuff and making a name for themselves in their post playing career. Yeah, I mean, you you either you you have kids and you put them in the draft, or you go on the Bachelorette. That's a great formula. That's I it. you know I bleep this out, but I think Bill Simmons has a good point when he says, uh, <laughs> "Oh my God, that's the most disgusting phrase I've ever heard." In my I know entire gotta, life. you got to bleep his name out, um, but he's like, "Oh, if you get the first overall pick, like you should not be allowed to have the first overall pick for like at least ten years. Like you get the first overall pick, you are the worst team in the league. I guess it's a little bit different now that the lottery is a little bit more skewed." But, like, the way that Cleveland got so many first picks in a row and then Minnesota's gotten the first pick so many times in a row, like, these teams stink. Why are we keep reward- Why do we keep rewarding them? Because yes. you want to know why, Toilet? Sports are socialism. Okay? Oh, <laughs> like, yes. Serious, serious, serious. Here we go. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I mean, as a, as a joke – I mean, it's kind, of, it's kind of a joke, kind of not, but it's like they kind of – the league wants everybody to get to be even, right? They want everybody to be to – Every, Yeah, to everyone to have a chance. I guess I just look at a team like the Knicks, and maybe it's not a good example because they were, I guess, kind of relevant in 2013, even though I think we all thought they stunk. But, like, that team deserves – like, they've been like a laughing stock for so long. And, like, that team is just so far from being any semblance of relevant. It would be cool if they got one of the – I mean, oh, we, you know, might think Obi Toppin's good, but, like, I don't know. Like, it'd be cool if they got uh, – Ain't no know. stopping Obi Toppin. Yeah. Like, I hate to be that guy who's like, oh, big market. Like, let's get a big name there. But if we have to watch the Knicks freaking 40 times a year in primetime, can we at least get LaMelo Ball on that team so it's something interesting to watch? I feel like the Knicks shouldn't be rewarded because – there ergo you're rewarding james dolan and that's just not a situation that you want to find yourself in well i want them to be relevant adjacent so they can be like the three or four seed and have high expectations and then get killed in the first round by a crappy team like the orlando magic (laughs) instead of Um, just being like a bottom three team every year but not even getting like a top three pick i guess they got who was it last year rj barrett was the top three pick but he's kind of boring yeah, um, definitely a big drop off between Zion and Ja and RJ Barrett. Yeah, big time third place. Sucks. Remember when there was like some talk about people saying RJ Barrett was actually the better NBA player? I think there was like a like a Rosillo zig when everyone wanted to zag. I want to say he probably said that. Like, are we, the thing where we talk about Zion like he's the presumptive number one? Like, are we sure he's gonna be good? I'm gonna. Are be we honest. sure he's gonna show up in shape? Yeah, like I think Zion has like the Derrick Rose thing where he's such a violently explosive player. I think when he plays, he'll be amazing. But there will be a lot of times he's like battling injuries and stuff because a a homie that big is not meant to live above the rim. And if I were in that draft, I would like to think that I would have drafted John Morant just because he looks like he is the kind of player that is going to be around for fifteen plus years. Is a very productive. Speaking of Ja, can I can I say something? The um, 
Memphis Zoo just named their new giraffe Jawraff. Yes, <laughs> like that's all that. R A F F E. It's amazing. So good. Amazing. They even did a hype video for him. For the giraffe? Yeah, no, not the giraffe. They did a hype video for Jawraff. Oh, okay. Got it. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying. Was Jaw there angry. at the naming ceremony? <laughs> no, man. COVID. Gir- giraffes can get COVID. Giraffes can get COVID. Yeah. Um, yeah. The other funny thing about the draft, other than the Knicks drafting Obi Toppin, because that was a sliding door scenario where if Obi Toppin was drafted by any team other than the Knicks, he's going to be good. But because he's on the Knicks, he's going to suck forever. Um, he's also yeah. 22. He's super old. He's one day younger than Jason Tatum. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. Jason T- Jason <laughs> so he's Tatum. 19. Jason Tatum wow. has like, what, four years of uh, experience in the uh, NBA already? <sighs> well, what's the- crazy, Peyton's crazy is Williams, if they did the draft normally, he would have. He's the youngest player in the NBA, right? No, Killian Hayes was younger. Oh, okay. That but new Bulls did, yeah. front office, baby. Yeah. Patrick Williams, the most generic man on earth. <laughs> when, a flower like Pat, shop. Patty, Patty Billy. When, Uncle Patty Billy. When I heard that the Bulls were considering trading Wendell Carter in the fourth pick to move up to the second pick, I almost threw my phone in a body of water. <laughs> I'm so glad it did not happen. Like hearing that a Chicago team wants to trade up one or two in, spots to the into the second pick. pick into the second pick PTSD just, PTSD <laughs> just don't even do it even if it's like an amazing just do not even miss me with that shit 11 times out of 10 I cannot hear it I cannot take any more jokes um even if like the NFL collapsed and they formed a new league and uh the Bears could trade up to take Pat Mahomes at number two still wouldn't do it still wouldn't do it nope <laughs> Nuh-uh. nope absolutely not <sighs> Uh, Anything well, else? Per- I, I guess Denny falling to number nine was kind of weird. Yeah, Luke, you made some money yesterday. You mind uh, going over your picks? Oh, um, yeah, I had uh, Lamelo Ball plus two and a half because I figured that Edwards and Wiseman would go one two, um, mm, which okay, was correct. Yeah. yeah. And then I had Killian Hayes um, under seven and a half because I had a hunch that he was going to be taken seventh by whoever was picking seventh. And that the was just Pistons. listening to Pistons. Uh, yeah, Pistons. I actually donated. They got, they got a lot through this draft. The Pistons. Yeah. But they're the Pistons. So they're always going to suck. Oh, happy. Uh, what anniversary is it of the, um, 16 assault in the palace malice. In the... <laughs> assault. 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 <laughs> Can you imagine if, uh, Twitter was around for that. Oh, oh my god! god I think that's got that's got to be that's got to be one of the top like twenty five sports moments that you would have wanted Twitter around for. So this was two thousand and four. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. No. Can we do two thousand five? Five. Well, because yeah. I I remember watching this live, and I'm like, why was I watching a Pistons Pacers game live? But it was probably because I was in middle school, so I had no life, and it was the winter, so I couldn't go outside. And because that was um, right like in the, the top middle. two teams in the it's East. 2000, yeah. 2004, 2004. 2004. It would have been. It would have been like what? That's like opening week of. That's yeah. after yeah. the Pistons won the championship. Won the championship and beat the Lakers, right? Yeah. 
Okay, so yeah, that's probably why I was watching it. No, probably Toilet, like a month I, in. Toilet. I remember watching the Sports Center like right after that, and yeah. I have no idea why I would have watched the Sports Center right after that. But how, I how much remember it too? How much Sports Center did you guys watch when you were in middle school versus how much Sports Center do you guys watch now? I watched. I, I watched every day. I watched. I never it's watched. Possible Sports to Center divide now. by zero to figure out a ratio there, <laughs> like every day versus zero. Like Luke, I would, when, go ahead. No, I was just saying, Luke, when we lived together, like how many times did we just casually watch SportsCenter? Never. I don't think ever. If it, if, if it came on after an ESPN broadcasted game, yeah. then maybe we'd watch. I watch it on the treadmill sometimes, but that's like yeah. because I had nothing else to watch. Like I'll watch I'll watch SVP, his like his sports center, because I think it's funny. But like regular morning sports center over your like bowl of cereal, no thanks. When I was a kid, I would watch like sport, like the first one would come on at like whatever six or seven, yeah. And then like the next time it came through, they'd have some news stories, but they'd recycle some of the old segments. And then you get to the third time when it's just the second Sports Center, top <laughs> to bottom again. Like I would just like keep watching just to see like, oh, maybe a new segment will come up. Like, wow. um, toilet. That's how I was when I was a kid with uh, baseball tonight. Oh. I used to wa- I used to watch it. I'd watch it like I'd watch it that night and then the next day they'd replay it in the morning and I'd watch the same thing and I watch it like <laughs> three or four times. Just like, I oh, get maybe those there's a West gems. Coast game I missed out on and like maybe there's some <laughs> yeah. web gems that <laughs> I mean, that would have been the time when Ichiro was playing out West in some late games, so you never know. Yeah. Um, while we're still uh, basketball adjacent, uh, Luke, I know you have a little uh, auction draft you wanted to go through today. Oh yeah, um, I'm really excited for this. So, Me too. In our... Can we lay can we lay out the rules first? Because I think you taking too many things during our drinking game one defeats the purpose. No, I like that. There's almost the implied rules are better than actually having real rules. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we just making them up as we go. We're just gonna yeah, live we're in. We're making it up as we go. All right, cool. Cool. Stop uh, the this count. is an anarchist jurisdiction of the Midwest podcast. <laughs> yeah. What was it? The, the the Chad? The Chaz? The Chaz. And then the Chop. The Chaz? The, the, uh, what, what would this be? A Midwest podcast uh, autonomous zone? And Paz? Yes. I'm declaring an autonomous zone in the apartment that I rent in Chicago. And Paz. And Paz. So the impetus of this was the Chicago Bulls released their city edition for 2020. I liked it. Zach thought it was trash because he hates art deco and design. You think it's trash toilet? Yeah. You can have it for a dollar, bitch. I don't even want it. I'm not taking it for a dollar. I'm not saying it's one of my all time favorites, but I thought, I think we're in year four of the city edition jerseys. Miss me with that art deco criticism. The Chicago board of trade is like one of my favorite buildings ever. Miss me with that. One of my favorites. Won't commit to being my favorite. (laughs) Um, Chicago Opera House, another famous Art Deco building. Chrysler Building. Uh, The old Jewelers Building. Union Carbide. Union Carbide. Oh, yeah. That one's pretty sick. Yeah, that's that's exactly right across the street from my office. That's the Wanted Building, right? No, was that uh, Transformers? Ah, whatever. I can't. The remember. rock and roll McDonald's in the loop. <laughs> a yes. classic example of Art Deco architecture. <laughs> the Rainforest Cafe building. 
<laughs> but anyway, some of them can be very divisive. I might actually get the Chicago one this year, maybe. Um, uh, what name are you gonna get on the back? Levine. Uh, Fowler World Peace. <laughs> yes. World Peace. Sixty-nine. <laughs> Fowler World Peace. <laughs> Adam Silver would never allow it. <clears throat> So uh, I think the ground rules, any city edition jerseys up for grabs, 10 bucks, try and uh, draft according to strategy. Okay. And then I created an Instagram for the podcast. So for all of our moms who want to follow Midworst Podcast on Instagram, I might throw together like a PowerPoint graphic of our picks this week. Do your moms have Instagrams? No. No, uh, my mom's very active <laughs> on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, I think if we want to get to our suburban women of the Northwest suburbs, we need to pivot to Facebook, fellas. <laughs> you need Facebook and Nextdoor. Oh, my yes. God. Nextdoor. That's where we operate, baby. Um, all right. I think I'm going to have to just start it off with the GOAT, the baby blue Miami Vice. I want opening with $1. Is that a city edition? Yeah. Oh shit! I thought we were only doing the ones that were in your, uh, that were in the link that you sent us. That's the that's the new ones for this year. If you were unfamiliar with the new ones. Oh okay. Um, yeah, I'll go two bucks on that. I'll, I'll go five on Miami Vice. Six. That's that's a yeah that's a uh, that's an elite jersey. But I don't I don't think I don't think it's going to be my number one. Uh, right, I'll I'll once. pass on. Uh, going twice. Six. Okay, I get it for six. I love it. They're the best, so I'm happy to get it for six. Accountant Zach, are you uh, keeping track of our... Yeah, I will. Toilet, I almost bought a uh, Jimmy Butler one, but like they're they're going to be sold out for like the next 40 years. Yeah. Might just have to get a Precious Achua one. Ooh, or a Bam Adebayo. Yeah, Bam one would be sick. No Tyler Hero? There goes my hero. Think I'm good, think I'm good. I got the next one I want, but I don't want to give it away. So why don't you guys throw Wait, one? No, you there? don't. Yeah, that's not how it works. You don't get to toss one out now. Okay, okay. So hold on. We're going to do the Miami Vice. Yeah, baby. At 13 bucks. So congratulations. You have $2 now for the rest of the draft. Wait, I got it for no, six. Yeah, you got it for six. I know. I'm yeah. messing with you. Your accountant. <laughs> you ignorant slut. Okay. Um, while our accountant yeah, Luke, friend you, Luke, you go. You go. is accounting. Um, I'm going to place a bid for $1 on the Brooklyn Kooji sweater jerseys. What is that? Which one is that? Can I, can I take 10 seconds? Are you talking about the, the new up? one this year? That's like the the blue and the zigzag. It, it It's sort of like the one from this year, not the one that says bed that has the blue in it, but it looks like the black Brooklyn jerseys that just says, yeah, Brooklyn. I know which one you're talking about. It That's, looks, that looks pretty sick. I like that. Yeah. I'll go two bucks. I'll go three. Oh. All yours, big buddy. Okay, there we go. All right, Zach, what do you want? Okay, well, since I was working on basically the link that was sent to me, and I don't really know a ton of the uh, City Edition jerseys, I'm going to go with the Golden State Warriors sleeve jersey. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I'm going to go with the the Spurs new City Edition one. So it's like it's black, and then it's got the teal – you know the color scheme from the 90s that they yeah, had? The Fiesta. Yeah, the Fiesta, right. And it, it looks pretty sick. So that's my that's mine. I'm going to throw it out at $1, $1, $1 Bob, $1. All 
Uh, I'm going to go two. I would like it more if it didn't have the weird San Antonio script and diagonal on top. I think that is a little weird. Um, so I, I like the angles on that. I like okay. the lines. All right. It, it's based off of their old warm-ups and not necessarily the old logo, which I think would have been preferable. But I'll go three on that because I had that on my list too. Okay, I'm going to go four. I'm out. <laughs> Too rich for my blood. Okay. Ew. Bleep that out. Um, I'm really, I'm really disappointed now that the Vice ones only went for six dollars because I, I think if I had the Vice in the San Antonio right now, that I would, I would have won this draft hands down. Like we would have yeah, just ended it. I know. Well, that's why I'm gonna about to win the draft because I want the Chicago Bulls light blue bull jerseys. Take it. Take it. For a dollar? Yeah. Take yeah. it. Okay. You guys are idiots. Our fans are totally going to upvote, upvote this shit. Okay. I mean, this is pan- um, it's pandering. That's pandering. Yeah, that's a pander move. And They're all I'm, so sweet. I'm actually going to win because I'm going to draft the Bulls white flag jerseys, which are infinitely superior, and I'm just going to bid three bucks on them. Yeah, you can have that, Luke. It's... It, the script Chicago versus the iron on blue bowl. I feel like wins this for me. I don't like the diagonal cursive thing. I just don't like it. Wow. You, don't, you don't like those old, like the old what eighties uh, Jordan jerseys, right? With the, yeah. the script Chicago. I don't like them. I'm out. Wow. It sounds uh, you, to me you like you hate Michael Jordan. Fine. No, it sounds to me like toilet. you guys remember a third grade teacher who said, if, you're, if your neighbor is writing cursive, you need to turn their paper to the side so they can write it at an angle. Why do you have to write cursive on an angle? Why? Why is that a thing? Uh, I don't know. It sounds like a deep-seated complaint. It's I... a deep-seated complaint. It's, it's, it was obviously a, a trying time as a third grader. To do they paper even teach time. kids cursive anymore? Hell no. When I say, oh, yeah, you have to sign sign in. They're like, what do you mean sign? I'm like, well, you are supposed to write it in cursive, but you probably don't know how to do that. So you can just print your name. They really don't teach kids cursive anymore? Nope. Dying art. What's the point? Wow. It, teach do, them you, how to do you think people had this conversation 100 years ago? Like, they aren't teaching kids Morse code anymore? <laughs> <laughs> when do you write cursive other than your name? I, I guess, well, I guess everybody always said, well, how are you going to write a check? But you don't print it. Writes- yeah, nobody you, writes checks anymore. We just do Venmo. Yeah, you could just draw a phallic object where your name's supposed to go. It'll still cash. Okay, all right. Let's get let's get back on track. Um, so it's my turn to throw out a jersey, and um, I guess this counts as a city edition, but I'm gonna have to get an official ruling from the judges here. I'm gonna go with the teal, the Memphis Vancouver Grizzly jersey. Grizzly that counts. Jersey. Oh. What? That is such a cool jersey. How much? Well, I'm going to start the bidding at $1, Bob. $1. Two. Three. I don't think I have three left. You have... No, you're seven fifteen minus... uh, What is it? 15 minus... You got six bucks. I thought we did 10. Yeah, we're doing 10. Oh, it's it's $10? Oh, I thought it was 15. Okay, right. I'm just going to take it for three then. Ah, damn it. I'm talking about the John Morant one, like the yeah. new one. Like, yeah, it's. I may have scoured the internet for one of those or two because I definitely still wear basketball jerseys as a near 30 year old man. <laughs> All hey, man. the time. Curls for the girls. Yeah, dude. Glamour muscles only. 
Okay, so let's do a little check. So toilets at toilet, you have Miami Vice. Yep. And six bucks in the Bulls light blue for a dollar. So you got three bucks left. Yep. Luke, you had bed Stewie. No, and, not bed sty. Bit bitch Stewie um, for three dollars in the Bulls white flag. So decidedly Bulls uh, uh, group here. And then I had San Antonio for full four, and then the Grizz- Grizzlies for three. So Luke, you're at six. I'm at seven. Toilets at seven. Um, I want the brand new Nets jerseys. You I like those. Are you talking about the, the light, the light blue? Yeah. Can you guys tell I have a type? Yeah. Uh, the, you're talking about the light, the light blue with the the red and white trim on yes. the sides. It's yes. pretty fresh. Yeah. Oh my fresh. gosh, DK Metcalf just got lit up on a penalty on a pass interference. Okay, sorry. Keep going. Uh, I want it for a dollar. It's all yours. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna take two. Okay. Yeah, dude, those are tight. I'm excited for those. Those are very like '90s looking. It does. I I do think of like um, like Mike Bibby. Yeah. Yeah. Wearing that or um, J. Who is it? Jason. Who's it? Jr. Uh, who's the guy who has the really bad tattoo? Jason Williams. No, 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 no. Patrick um, Williams. Richard Jefferson. Oh, oh Richard Jefferson. Richard Jefferson. RJ with a basketball. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a really bad tattoo. Um, all right, I only need one more, but I know what I want, so I'm just gonna wait puke. and see what you guys. Puke, bring it's up. your turn. Puke, puke. Yeah, puke. I'm gonna go with the black Raptors North jersey with the chevron. Oh, those we, are we the North. Those are terrible. Whoa. I, I like that a lot. I like that. I'll go. What are you starting the bidding at? One. Are you going to bid on it? I'll go two. Yeah, then I'll go three. Okay. That's yours. Those are terrible. See, I just I just arted the deal to him. Yeah, you like did. Jersey at all. Yeah, dude. It's go- oh, thank you. Toilet. Thank you. Thank you. I showed my hand, so Art- thank you. <laughs> Art- I arted the deal. You got arted the deal. Luke, stop the count. <laughs> to look at my list all right, Zach, what are you taking? Calculating. Oh, I know what you're, I'm going off the dome on this one yeah. and I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for it, but I love the, um, the bucks, the light. I don't even know what the color cream is. City. Cream city. Yeah. The cream city. I'll go with that cream city for a dollar. I won't even bid $2 on that. Cause I don't want to accidentally get stuck with them. You can have it. Look, I, if you bid $2, this is your last Jersey. I, I have three. Um, it's on my list. But you only have, but you only have, you have eight dollars. So if you bid, you're you're out. Your bank is. Uh, I'm okay. I, there's one more that I want, that I actually really like. I feel like I have to take one more light blue jersey, but there's one that I also very, I very much so would like. Um, I guess I'll just take it. Will you guys let me have Rip City for a dollar? Which one? The one Rip from this City. Year? Yeah. Sure. Go ahead. Zach? Yeah. Rip City, baby. All right. Then uh, with my last probably pick, I'm going to go with the White Rainbow Nuggets City Edition. Oh, that's so good. Those are dope. You can have it because I only have a dollar. I don't really want it. 
Zach, what are you taking? Does that leave me with a dollar? Yeah. Yeah. One dollar left, Bob. One dollar. Um, oh, toilet. I had. I actually had on my list. I had nets. I liked that one a lot. Yeah. I should have bid on it. You are to the deal to me. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Hold on. Um, I got to take a look. I got to take a look at this one. Would you like to hear my Mount Flushmores while you are finding your last jersey? Sure. The absolute worst, and I will not I will not listen to the conversation about it. The absolute worst City Edition jersey is the Dallas Mavericks graffiti line. Oh, jersey. Yeah. my God. It so is bad. so bad. Theirs are consistently terrible. They're so bad, dude. That's a team that is begging for a complete branding overhaul. Yes. A lot of the Raptors. What is a Maverick? What is it? Is it a horse? Is it a guy with a hat? I think it's like a guy with a hat. Okay. Like you're a rogue <laughs> cowboy. Okay. Like you're the law of the land. You got your six shooter, big iron on your hip. <laughs> okay. Well, the that green makes... and blue and silver. The logo sucks. It's bad, dude. It is just bad. Either that or they lean into the uh, 1980s card movie featuring Mel Gibson when he's Maverick. Okay. Or um, Top Gun. Uh, or uh, John McCain. There we go. <laughs> yeah. It's just the logo. John yeah. McCain themed jersey. <laughs> yes. That would be In great. Texas for some reason. Uh, all right, Zach, what are you taking? Yeah, I'm gonna, I, I found it. I'm going to take the new um, the Charlotte Buzz City. Yeah. Those are cool. Unis. Yeah. yeah. They're like, like all teal. Like the big pinstripes? I don't think it's pinstripes. So what do you call it? Like chalk stripe? <laughs> I think that's what it's called. I have no idea. No, I know what you're talking about. Uh, I think that is right, actually. Thank you. Know your stripes. Um, okay, other are we jerseys? Be done there? What's that? Are we just done there? Because we, we each have four. Well, I just want to throw shout out a couple basketball jerseys that are near and dear to my heart i like oh, the yeah. 90s These are the honorable mentions honorable mentions they're not really city edition but like the the sun's um uh like diagonal sun with like yeah. the basketball yeah. like exploding You're talking thing? about the, the charles barkley yes 90s, yeah early 90s ones yeah and then the, also the uh phoenix when phoenix hosted the all-star game they all had like a gigantic like cactus on the front of their yeah. jerseys you can buy a scotty pippen one of those for like three hundred dollars <laughs> the number is like right tiny on the breast but it's just like a gigantic like desert scape on the front of it <laughs> which is cool and then uh the toronto raptor with the dinosaur dribbling the ball is just yeah. an iconic classic jersey. yeah it's just vince carter right there man yeah i actually have a vince carter i have that exact jersey because it's so sick and it's got like barbed wire type um, yeah. striping, piping on it. It's yeah. really dope. Can we talk about a team with the absolute worst, besides the Mavericks that needs a rebranding too? Yeah. Luke and Toilet. The the Indiana Pacers. Oh, I hate all of their uniforms. Yes. Especially looking back at the Malice at the Palace video today and you're just like seeing those like navy blue with thick just pea pinstripes going down. Just like terrible. Terrible. Yeah, they've been like really trying to find an angle for a while, but they haven't got a good design. The colors are good. The logo sucks. Like the P with the block shot in it for some reason. The um, SIRS. They're like trying to lean into the racing thing, and you see that in their City Edition jerseys too, with like the Kentucky checkerboard panels on the sides. They need a rebrand too. 
Um, I just wanted to give another couple honorable mentions. The Utah Setting Sun jerseys yes. were such a successful city edition that they just decided to change the entire branding of the team to the Setting Sun. Um, oh, is that right? I feel like they use it a lot. Yeah, I, feel I like think they use it, it a lot too. Um, Plus, like, it's the Utah Jazz. Oh, yeah, that's Jazz. so cool. Like, that's so cool. Why are they still the Jazz? Like, why are we still pretending that they're the Jazz? Do you know who had a really good – speaking of weird out west teams, the Sacramento one actually isn't that bad. Which the one? City Edition jersey? The new one. The new one. You probably oh. you probably didn't even look at it. Probably not because it's uh, – It's also called Sacktown too. And another uh, honorable mention, the Sixers Unite or Die Constitution jerseys were sick. That's pretty dank. Yeah. Um, you'd, I probably, you'd probably you'd probably like one with like the Gadsden flag on there too, right, Luke? <laughs> you know me, old <laughs> old Gadsden flag. You know, here in Chicago, the way that I like to do things is I've got my truck, right, my pickup truck, which I street park here in Chicago, and I've got a Gadsden <laughs> flag on one side, and then a Blue Lives Matter American flag on the other side, <laughs> and a Punisher sticker too, <laughs> and a mm-hmm. Blue Lives Matter. Disney ears Punisher sticker. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. Um, Speaking of jerseys, Zach, you brought up a good point. I was actually talking to someone about this a couple weeks ago. The idea of having more branding involved with golfers, including having like their name on the back or even like, like if they've got a caddy number, like having like a, a Jersey number for golfers. Yeah, I, I well, th- thank you. This was a this, that's a good segue. This, that's a professional segue right there, toilet. Um, so I was noticing in the Masters that everybody has all the they all have like the um, sponsors on the front and then sponsors on the um, side on their sleeves too. But like, what about the back? Just like like Dustin Johnson walking away with just like a huge just like it just says Johnson on the back and then like maybe a number too if he wants to really feel like an athlete giant AT&T logo (laughs) yeah it's free real estate baby sponsored by KPMG I I don't don't know like like Luke like give us a little marketing background like no I think that would that actually be beneficial absolutely correct I think it would be super beneficial Um, I think the drawback is that then golfers start to look like NASCAR drivers which (laughs) You know, pros, cons, like Bubba Watson with a giant M&M's logo on his <laughs> chest. Just, who, who would be the golfer who'd show up just in like a NASCAR suit with Mountain Dew and like every, <laughs> like Valvoline and like all those logos Patrick on Green. there? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that guy would sell out so fast. So fast. Do you envision Tiger wearing an all red one on Sunday? <laughs> Just yes. like a million swooshes everywhere. He's got a like they do the thing at the X Games where he always has to be holding a rock star energy drink when he's on <laughs> camera. Eat fresh. Because I feel like all of the camera shots are, if not, you know, from the back, at least showing their back more than they show like their collar yeah. or the front well, of their hat. Well, exa- exactly. So like if you think about it when when they shoot and they do the shot trace right like your back like the back just gets perfect in the in the um in this in the screen like it and it holds the position too like it hold they hold the position too as the ball you know is flying as well and i guess people are probably paying attention to that but like toilet said it's free it's free real estate 
And like, how yeah, else like, do you show support for your favorite golfers? Like, I can't go out and buy like a <laughs> uh, fucking Bryson DeChambeau three hundred dollar driver that's forty eight inch shaft that I won't be able to handle. That would be so funny, golf jer- <laughs> golf jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> just just hammered at the waste management open with your Brooks Kepka like hot pink polo on. That's a schmedium. <laughs> your your pit yes. stains are like slowly <laughs> encroaching on your under tit sweat. Bruce, 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 just sitting in your cubicle on a Friday, just <laughs> trying to dress business casual, and you're wearing just like a Jordan Spieth polo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're a Spieth guy. Weak. <laughs> I have some just, yeah, Justin Thomas guy comes in and just like like gives you the nose flick, like dweeb. <laughs> Stuff yeah. you're right in the locker. I have some very strong feelings about men wearing golf polos at work. I know. We've we've discussed this before. Says the guy who used to wear t-shirts to work. I mean, I still wear t-shirts to work. And I'm t-shirt? not saying Yeah, I can wear a t-shirt to work. T-shirt? Toilet as a as a as a as a coach, you're gonna back me on wearing golf polos oh, when you yeah. can. Oh, yes, thank you. Yeah, dude. Are you kidding? Of course. I, I feel the like summer? they just like really do not flatter uh, men of size and their breasts. <laughs> they don't. You're girthy, right. Girthy they men. Don't. Girthy men do not belong. That's that was my. That's what I want to talk about. Golfers are so hot. When did all the golfers become so hot? Yeah, every every golfer is six two and cut now. Yeah, when they realize that like being in shape and being able to drive a ball four hundred and one yards is going to have a benefit to them in terms of their success on the course. Yeah, they're all hot now. It's annoying. I kind of wish there were some more. Ugly, that that, that fat was like golfers. the Tiger Woods model, like before his ACL tear, yeah. where he like benched three hundred and fifty pounds and like was just insanely yeah. jacked. Tiger was like the first real athlete to play golf, and you're not going to see anybody as dominant as him because he came around at a time when golf was still like Freddie Couples, like five six beer belly hitting it down the fairway at, you know, 275 and then playing playing controlled golf and Tiger's like, fuck you, I'm going to drive the ball as far as possible. Um, did you see that Bryson DeChambeau uh, tied a 64-year-old? Yeah, Bernard Longer. Bernard Longer, shout no, out to No, Bernard Longer beat him. He oh, beat him. he did by a stroke? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he drove the ball. His average drive this past weekend was like 250 yards. Yes. He was hitting like he was hitting like three woods into par fours. Like <laughs> playing like your like your your dad's like you know buddy who's like a a four handicap who plays with all of his friends on the weekend who just schools everybody, but he only hits the ball like two yeah 250 260. Um. Well, speaking of. Uh, you know, supporting your favorite golfer and merchandise. I actually do have a um, segment that I'd like to share with you called Bad Merchandise. Mm. Um, and it actually is golf-themed. Do you week. need us for this, or do you want us just to uh, let you go for a while? Let you cook? Um, let Luke cook. Well, yes, let me cook, because I'm going to read the description of this piece of merchandise to you. Okay. Is it 55 gallons of lube? That's my first guess. <laughs> no, it's not 55 gallons okay. of lube. Right. And you wouldn't need it if you were wearing this because uh, the fellas are going to be hot for you because this is uh, a piece of ladies' apparel. Okay. 
as an avid golf fan, you never miss a tournament. As all golf fans know, you have to watch every tournament if you're an avid fan. Get pumped up and ready for the 2020 Waste Management Phoenix Open by grabbing this loudmouth Skort. S-K-O-R-T, Skort, which I think is... Uh, uh, skirt and shorts, right? Yes. Yes. This vibrant skort features an all-over event pattern that will put your pride on full display. Everyone will know you're the most dedicated fan around when they see you rocking this bold gear. Now, I'm going to send this in the chat, and uh, this is tremendous radio here. Um, Why don't you share your screen with all of our viewers? (laughs) <laughs> Why don't you share your microphone with all of our viewers? And I, I just want one of you to describe this piece of apparel um, for our listeners um, as you're pulling it up. This is on the Fanatics website. It costs $88. <laughs> oh, my God. This thing is so ugly. Oh, well, they're almost gone, guys. <laughs> um, oh this appears... I... Go ahead. Was this made out of like recycled material from waste management? <laughs> I don't think so. Um, it's good to know that that sizes zero, two, six, and eight are already sold out. So only the slim <laughs> chicks are buying it. Yeah, and the reason why only slim tr- chicks are buying it is because the all-over print that they managed for the waste management open is literally an all-over print of garbage trucks and the waste management logo on this scort so it's some like 1970s just cursed architecture in the background too art deco oh i think the reason why 10 through 16 aren't sold out is because no woman of that size would want to draw the comparison of her ass to the dump trucks that are plastered all over this skort. No one with a literal dump truck ass needs to advertise the fact that they have a dump truck ass because it's <laughs> obvious that they already have a dump truck ass. Exactly. Um, this is hideous, but I'll be honest, if this was like a pair of pants and I was a slimmer gentleman, I feel like I would wear, I would rock this to the to the event. I feel like they have that, so um, careful what you wish for. Christmas is right around the corner. Oh, no. Does it come in toilet-sized? <laughs> I think it only comes in toilet-sized. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, a, that's some bad merchandise. I mean, that's, that's, I mean we've, we've, we've uh, made fun of golf for some bad merchandise the past two weeks. From, yeah, Would you... from starting off with the Masters food container to this Eesh. Eesh. I would be uh, I would not be surprised if a guy showed up to the waste management open wearing that print on a pair of pants and a um, Seth Curry uh, city edition Mavericks jersey <laughs> oh that would be a fit you mean he's not gonna wear his Br- Brooks Kepka polo <laughs> Brooks Kepka polo over the top Getting into fights with Bryson DeChambeau fans in the <laughs> in the crowd. That crowd is liquored up. Liquored fun, up, baby. Fun fact: I've actually I've played that course, TBC Scottsdale. Ooh, ooh, not to brag. Ooh. Did you heckle, or were you heckled? No, no. Uh, believe it or not, there were no spectators watching. Oh, uh, a complete amateur playing. Mm. But uh, I did hit the green on 16, so I would not have gotten heckled. I would have gotten cheered. 
that know, would I've be seen... like a great wrinkle for that course year round if their like 19th hole was at the 16th green and there was just constant bar service that would be fun and, and it's they always had the people. stands up like the uh edibevics of uh golf courses <laughs> <laughs> They import the uh, folks from Wiener Circle to be the bartenders there. <laughs> uh, well, uh, let's take a short break. We're about an hour in, yeah. and uh, we'll be back in a couple minutes. It's time for Luke to change to liquor. <laughs> and now Portishead. And now Portishead. And we're back. Um so we've discussed sports a little bit. Um, I don't know what you want to. Can, can I? Can I? I have one more thing, especially since we're talking and it's sports related. Yeah, sure. Go ahead, real quick. Okay. So I think maybe you've all thought of this before, and we might have talked about it, but I think like this was the impetus for this was watching Justin Thomas play golf at the Masters this past week, and he looked so miserable. And I get it; mm-hmm. it's his job, and it's stressful. Everybody has stress in their jobs, right? But like they play essentially at the end of the day, like he gets paid you know millions of dollars to play sport right and it's like golf which is a sport that people of all ages and abilities like to play right like we can't just go out and play football i mean toilet can't but like we can't just go hey let's go play football over the weekend probably like the least accessible sport to play exactly the least i mean what we could probably do in soccer you wouldn't want to play because somebody's going to tear a hamstring playing that you could play soccer theoretically if you got 22 people together yeah. Okay. Exactly. Twenty-one and yourself. <laughs> Unless you have a referee. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you need a ref. Um, but I was thinking that I think for for athletes we should offer them like an office life rum springer to like give rum them some springer. to give them some perspective on mm. you know playing playing golf or playing basketball and especially with the anthony edwards thing where it's just like i don't really know if i love basketball it's like all right buddy where you're about to get paid a lot of money to do basketball for your entire life you know so you better kind of like it but i think if we offer them an office life rumspringer where like they have to go like you know be live in a cubicle for a year and you know yeah do uh, you know like just do like a like a cube monkey job do some tps reports yeah exactly and then illegal give them some give them some some perspective and say okay at the end of this like do you want to go back to your two-way contract for the bulls or do you want to stick around and work in the office life but you know it actually like i thought about it and it's like it's ridiculous on the on the on on the whole right as a premise it's pretty ridiculous but then you think about it and like well maybe some of these guys might like to go back to being anonymous yeah right? I mean, like, do they want to go back to being anonymous and have the bank account or do you just want to like Hey, it'd be pretty awesome just to be like a 25 year old living in the North side of Chicago. Like you just go out with your friends and you just get to hang out and nobody's like, you know, hovering around you or wanting something other than just spending time with you. That's cute. That's why you got to keep the real ones around you, man. Let's go. That's why being a baseball player is so advantageous because you definitely get the best (laughs) of both worlds there. Yeah. Like I get there you are get a lot money of, and anonymity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could probably blend into a crowd real easily as a baseball player, more so than as a football or basketball player in the professional fo- football. Yeah, you league. you I mean in football, like you write, you could have like a bunch of guys. Like I, I was at a 
I was at a tavern on Rush one time and Chris Harris was there, but like nobody knew who he was. But he, I mean, he just looks like a buff guy at a bar, you know, but like if you had an offensive lineman come in or like a basketball player, like everybody would immediately recognize who they or like would immediately think like, Hey, that's somebody big in the room. Like no pun intended, like somebody sizable human being. Exactly. Somebody six, seven, or like even a, like a, like I've been at a bar in Nashville and Taylor Lewan is there and he's just like a massive human being. It's just in everybody's around him and yeah. people know him and he, he's tried to make, you know, he's made a media presence for himself. But I think it'd be interesting if you gave some truth serum to some athletes and said like, Hey, would you ever consider, you know, going like trading some of this in for a life of anonymity? NBA going on TPS. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I agree. But instead of desk jobs, they have to go pick strawberries in Southern California. Mm. <laughs> or like shovel mulch. I love shoveling mulch. Don't let them shovel my as mulch. A job? No, as a job, I think probably not. no, 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 no. I think they, yeah, they got to It's got to be like some sterile office climate. I mean, I think that a lot of them would go for that. I would agree with you because I think that that's what we enjoy about going to do recreation is that it's a break from what we normally do but it's not something that we could do all the time. Like I love playing Frisbee golf. I don't know if I want to be a professional Frisbee golf player. Cause I don't know if I want to play Frisbee golf all effing. Can we approach scuba? Long. I don't want to throw scubers 24 seven. Well, we are becoming pro podcasters. You know, th- you're going to throw scubers for literally hundreds of dollars a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the pot, the pot this year, it's going to air on ESPN two on black Wednesday. So instead of going to the bar, it's going to be on pot. Everyone's going to be on pot watching uh, the um, pro disc tour, uh, pro tour championship that actually happened last month that I've already seen on YouTube. So I don't know the result, but you guys <laughs> should watch and check out some professional scuba tossing. Cause these boys are good at chucking disc. Oh, I bet they are. I bet they're, they're really good. Watching anyone do anything at an elite level is fun. Yeah. We yeah. got, um, when, when I was in Pinehurst, we, watched like professional um shuffleboard yeah like the the bar type one you know like the um yes like royal palm like, shit yeah the, no not not the royal palm shit no the actual like on the, the tabletop the, on oh. the tabletop and that was that was elite it was fun to watch people who are really good at that yeah i mean i love watching artisan videos on youtube <laughs> like people who are good at like doing things and especially people who are good at like making things that's really interesting to watch and will always hold my attention oh, i follow this sure. like canadian guy who's been living in japan for the past like 40 years and all he does is study japanese woodcuts and prints like that's his life and he can speak in detail about it and it's very interesting because he's passionate about it and he knows his shit like that's always going to be cool and like yeah. being able to see somebody like create something or do something like that is always going to be what, interesting one of my dad's golfing buddies is a uh, like a skilled con contractor a, a, a skilled carpenter actually and he only does like three jobs a year but it's like super ornate stuff mm-hmm. it's insane but i was gonna say of the shuffleboard crew would it would it shock you to know that of the 10 people playing like eight of them were from wisconsin zero surprise <laughs> absolutely not zero surprise Wisconsin is America's, um, what's it called? 
toilet. incubator of bar games. <laughs> bar, di- bar dice, darts, billiards, um, curling, bumper fucking <laughs> bags. I, I actually worked speed. at a country club. I worked at a country club that in the wintertime converted to a curling club. That would be sick. I've always wanted yeah. to try. Yeah, they had a couple of lanes. And I've been um, to Kaiser Tiger, but that's not real curling. You been to Easy Tiger ever? No. Yeah, me neither. Cool. Um, yeah, so I read an article on Medium. I can't remember who wrote it, so I'm not going to give any credit to anybody right now. But uh, it's was called the death of the $15 salad. So basically the premise was like during COVID, people have been ordering like way more pizza. Like pizza has been off the pizza sales have been like off the off the charts like just wrecking amounts of pizza and what hasn't been able to sell is the $15 salad so this kind of reminded me of my days back working in the loop in uh in chicago and um there's a certain salad uh certain you know chain salad restaurant that was very popular amongst uh white collar professionals and it was called just salad <laughs> my my and- favorite yeah look it it had a really it had a good caesar salad but it was like 14 dollars, and it's you know i'm not gonna pay 14 dollars for that yeah the caesar salad was really good but i think like the the just the the sort of like smugness of people like walking in and out of there with their with their like reusable like i don't know club level access bowls and i it just was it just if if that industry is going by the wayside for a little bit, I'm 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 okay with it. I'm okay with so it. So what Zach is describing is, just salad is like this fancy salad place, um, which by the way for the price really gives you a really fucking light serving of salad. It's not even like yeah. a particularly big salad. It's like ten um, ounces or so, maybe. Yeah. If that. But I mean, they ninety percent of it's water. Yeah, they have this program where. Um, if you go there, they'll give you a reusable bowl that if you bring back, you get a free topping, which is like supposed to be green and like save on plastic waste, which is good. I'm not going to like come out against yeah, like we're, taking we're, measures we're, to save the environment or whatever. We're a pro sustainability podcast. But everybody just looks like a fucking idiot carrying around those blue bowls. And there has to be <laughs> about 60 of them at any given time in the dishwasher in our office. Because if you can imagine the just salad in the um, basement of the Illinois Center gets a fucking shitload of business. Yeah, I used to I used to go the one across from the um, or the one across from Union Station. So it was it was always crazy busy, and the line was always out the door. But I think the uh, the the elitism and the smugness that comes from people who carry that around and thinking that they're just so much better than the rest of the world. Um, and it kind of reminds me of like you know like Subaru owners like they're the only ones who love their kids <laughs> people who s- currently like, subscribe to the New York Times <laughs> yeah and they also subscribe yeah they also are probably at subscribers too but they're the only ones who are allowed to love their kids more than you know anybody else or take care of the environment more than anyone else the just salad people also look down on the sweet green people which is hilarious well yeah which is sweet sweet green was the actually the main the main um culprit of this article too so like it was actually framed around like the death of sweet green <laughs> in the meantime has tried to rebrand as a uh 
has tried to rebrand as like a tech-based food company. So they just spun, they just spat out a bunch of tech jargon, and all of a sudden the stock price goes up. Yeah, like capitalism hunting for VC. Like, oh shit, we can't sell salads anymore. Look at our delivery infrastructure. Yeah, um, I have some thoughts. Okay, go. As a man um, who loves a good salad without fruit, though. Yeah, as a large man who uh, has forced himself. Um, from the days of eating like almost nothing but carbohydrates for lunch to eating almost nothing but vegetables for lunch. Um, Why is it so hard for people to make their own salads? Like I bring in my salad to work. I am, I am, I will cut everything up on a, on a Sunday. I will assemble, like I've got like a little container of all my things and I'll make myself a salad every day and bring it to work. And people are amazed as if I just created the cure for COVID-19. Like, Oh my (laughs) God, did you make that salad yourself? This is, this looks exquisite. And it's like nothing special, like some matchstick carrots and like maybe (laughs) some chopped up like uh, cucumbers and red onion and like, a celery stalk and like some cherry tomatoes with some like spring mix. That's like what I'm rocking Ooh. at work. Ooh. Protein. Ooh, that's not, that sounds good. Sometimes protein, sometimes not like you, obviously I'd prefer like uh, chicken in it to like make it a little heartier, but because my roommate is a pescatarian, we don't really buy a lot of chicken anymore. Um, but like that is not that hard to do. And like, it actually requires zero cooking. You just have to like cut some vegetables and it takes like 20 minutes. It's it's actually, and again, Luke can tell you tales of living together, but I would make the same salad every single yeah, day. Yeah, that was insane. Yeah, eat the same thing. I still do it. I'm actually back on that grind again. It was so, I made, totally, I made it so often and in the same Tupperwares that belonged to Luke that he just gave them to me when we moved out. He's like, <laughs> like, I don't even want these. Anymore. I know you just want this. They're just like, they're just like stained with like, like avocado and, and uh, like vinaigrette. <laughs> but like that salad that you would make for yourself, like if you were to like add the price of all the ingredients and like average it out, that salad costs you like maybe three or $4 to make yourself. Yeah. yeah something about that maybe yep. like that's if you're buying like premium shit at like whole foods or whatever not like the aldi swag that i'm buying for myself the aldis aldis the aldis, aldis. Like, i get it's not all about price and it's about convenience but for it to be like five times more expensive to buy it at work like that just kind of seems like a, a bad and, and you know what if i'm gonna buy something at work i'm not buying a damn salad like i'm gonna go buy a burrito bowl yeah I feel good about what i buy yes queen i'm i'm a I'm guilty of that. They're like, I ebb and oh, flow. Yeah. In you're the, you're like, freshy. You're freshy boy. Protein, protein yeah, bar. I have like a standard salad Ugh. that I get at freshy. Ah. Um, it's a custom one, but I like it. It has green <laughs> apples. Freshy, toilet, freshy, freshy, freshy was also named Nicole as another group that's taken a hit during this time. Um, I, I feel like the challenge is, and granted, some of these are specialty salads and you're not going to like, pull together like five of like i don't know you're not gonna are you gonna do five caesar salads in a row probably not so if you're feeling like a caesar salad that's a benefit but i feel like some of these salads the issue or with salads and bringing salads to work in general it's making sure that it doesn't get damp or wilted in the time period from leaving your house to lunchtime yes which is a giant threat for any salad 
Well, you, the go ahead. key is you pack the in a separate little container and you dress it at lunchtime and you eat lunch at 11.02. Do you have a personal <laughs> fridge at work? Me? No. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, the, we have one. We have one in the firm. But I mean, I, I work at home now. Okay. So yes, I do have a personal fridge. I am going into work and we have an accessible fridge, but I just dress my salad in the morning at like 7.45, like whenever I see, make it. See, that, that, is just, like, that, is just, that is just a wild maneuver in my Yeah, in my, that's insane. Like, like toilet, I won't even, I won't even put, if I'm bringing a sandwich to work, I won't even put mayo on it until I get to work. I mean, until, until I eat it because I can't let it sit on the sandwich for three hours. Yeah, while I agree with you that the food could be a better quality, I'm basically knowing that my lunch experience at work is not going to be fine dining. Like, I'm eating in a school, so it's basically the equivalent of the best lunch you've ever had at school. Yeah. And it's I guess that Mama, you don't Mama have Vic as many made options lunches. in yeah. um, unnamed <laughs> suburban area than we do, like, working in the loop, where I'm within walking distance of, like, for sale places like this. <laughs> Zach died again. Zach died. Zach plug in your died. computer, dude. So where I was when you dropped off was um certainly working in the middle of a large city is going to be different than working in a suburban area. Like in a lunch break, what could you possibly get to? Jimmy John's? Wendy's and that's it. maybe Mickey D's. Uh, yeah, you're calling ass. Yeah, and that's why. Yeah, our lunch is thirty minutes long, so you're spending the entire oh my gosh, time you in could, the car. You we wouldn't even be able to make it. Yeah, it's really tight, so that's why I end up bringing it myself. And I'm trying to drop a few lbs, be a little bit more of a slimmer toilet, go from like the oval shaped toilet to just the round toilet. So, <laughs> well, you know? and. Like and one of those urinals that goes from too. chest height to all the way to the ground. Yes, yes, a slim, slim, tall toilet. Is that technically a toilet? Is a urinal a type of toilet? Yeah, sure. It's a toilet. It's a toilet. Have you ever <laughs> been to Asia? Zach, you've yes. been to Asia. Uh-huh. Did you have to use a squat toilet when you went to China? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's a small toilet. Vedi's there's squat toilets in Italy too, in Europe. That's like trying to hit the bullseye right there. Oh, I'm trying to use the toilet over here. Well, I've never had to go. I've never had to deuce into one. Oh, okay. Mamma mia, that's a major deuce. It's very uh, um, uh, clean though i guess you could say as long as you hit the to- the you hit the uh, mark you're not like sitting on somebody else's butt sweat it is supposed to be more sanitary and better there's no like too. hepatitis just hanging on the lid hey as oh. we all know hepatitis <laughs> lives on toilet seats that's what who, you get uh, make of the, who make of the diarrhea on rudy giuliani's forehead <laughs> hey oh oh my god it just keeps getting better with him, man. Uh, he can't stop producing elite comedy. <laughs> him dripping hair dye today. I, 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 subtext is dead. Like, they can't, like, this is a hack move to just, like, put the guy dripping shoe polish down his, like, forehead. 
is like releasing the kraken like i guess he's kind of like a squid in that he's producing ink right now but other than that you squid that's a great that's a great it's a great insult calling someone a squid squid rocket power reference prepare to count down rocket power rocket power is the fish taco shaped like a fish Um, so what else we got? <laughs> We're an hour and a half in. Um, I don't know. I can, pu- I can push. I'm going to highlight some things I can push to next week. Toilet, why don't you give us one of your things? Because we've covered off on mine, covered off on <laughs> a bunch of Zach's. I just love there's one that just says Packers, ugh. <laughs> yeah, Packers, <laughs> ugh. Um, we we can, don't have to do that. We don't have to do that. We can save that for when the we have to do the Bears eulogy after losing to the Packers on Sunday Night Football. Oh, uh, my God. I mean, I guess the only thing I wanted to say was um, we prefaced it last week when we talked about the referees giving a little extra help to Aaron Rodgers. So in the, the ground. bag. Always then, in the bag. Did either of you see the 80-yard touchdown to Marquez Valdez-Scantling where the referee yes. clocked – the Jacksonville Jaguar safety and prevented him <laughs> yes. from making a tackle. Yes, yeah, that only happens the to the Packers. Pick route. Um, yeah, God. they did a perfect rub route with the safety and the official. Like, why is the official sprinting down the middle of the field, like in a line to make the tackle? Like, what are you going <laughs> to get a better view at that we're not going to see on replay, dude? Like, what a hard-o move. The official just like blacked out and went back to his high school days of being a wide receiver or being a defensive back and just like, yeah, doing a swarm drill, taking a do different. You, do you guys? Speaking of referees doing weird physical feats, do you guys remember the replacement refs game where the one ref threw the flag in a Bears game like sixty yards? Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it was a replacement ref. <laughs> I remember it was like a Monday night football game, and the Bear, Bears were playing like I, I don't know, Lions or something like that. And like it was just like the guy threw the the guy threw the flag farther than Cuddy threw the ball. It was great. Was wow. that twenty thirteen? Yeah, uh, twenty twelve. It was the uh, that oh was the season God. they started like seven and zero, and then oh, that got, was the last Cuddy Lovey got Smith hurt. season, right? Cuddy got hurt, and then. Uh, oh, Ka- uh, Kaepernick. That was Kaepernick's coming out game. Yeah. Against um, Jason Campbell? Jason yes. Campbell? Wow. wow. Um, Yellow. The only other thing of note from that game, do you guys know who the fifth leading rusher in the NFL is right now behind Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Ronald Jones, and Josh Jacobs? Uh, I'm to go Adrian Peterson because you're talking about old games. <laughs> uh, it is ISU legend james robinson i think that it's absolute bull honky that every stupid podcasting talking head besides the three geniuses in this thank you are talking about uh who should be the nfl mvp should it be justin herbert or should it be tua tongo vailoa like uh no <laughs> that's how you pronounce not. his last name <laughs> Tua Tonga Bailoa. it should be effing james robinson the fifth leading rusher in the nfl on the what team's he on again the jags the effing jacksonville jaguars he's keeping them afloat by himself I mean, yeah, are, is he really an MVP or is this like a Kevin Love on the Timberwolves situation? <laughs> I'm I'm not saying MVP. I'm saying the offense, the uh, offensive rookie of the year. Oh. Okay, still, yeah, still, is it that or is it a uh, like Kevin Love situation on the Vikings? 
And Justin yeah. Jefferson. Yeah, Justin Jefferson. No, no you... he's he's nowhere he's nowhere near getting this selected. Guy is... It's it's between it's between Herbert and Tua. Why? Why is it always a quarterback? Because they, they the impact the game play? most. And it's it's if if you get a rookie who's good, that's way more impressive than a rookie running back. So Justin Herbert trots out there, and he's less embarrassing than Philip Rivers, and the team is two and seven, and he's the offensive rookie of the year. He plays for a cursed team, so don't hold that over. Tyrod Taylor gets stabbed in the lung, and <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason team. he got to cursed play. Team, cursed team. The Jaguars aren't a cursed team. When Miles Jack returned that tu- that fumble for a touchdown, they called it all the way back. Uh, they, they were playing the Steelers, another home cooking ref. No, team. that was against the Patriots. Again, another the Patriots, home another home cooking ref team. The, the top three home cooking ref teams, the Packers, the Patriots, and the Steelers. Steelers, Steelers. defend yourself, Yinzer. Yeah, this is absolute horseshit. I, hope, I hate that everyone's like, oh, this is the worst 9-0 team I've ever seen in my life. they got so many flaws. Big Ben is limping out there. Game after game, tossing tutties. Everyone wants to track him down because he is 400 pounds and is probably a terrible person. Um, but for Spe- some, go ahead. yeah. Speaking of toilet, what are you going to do? This is James Robinson versus Ustillas. Uh this, this week. week. Oh well, I yeah. hope that James Robinson runs for 400 yards, but the Steelers still win. I'm capable of rooting for two things at once. Even Jaguars, are, Jaguars have covered in their last like handful of games. Yeah, and you still think that Justin Herbert is the offensive rookie of the year? Yeah, it's a good point. When they like, when you reframe it in the terms of gambling, it's a it's a much better point. And like, Tua has played like three games, and we're supposed to have him in the running for offensive rookie of the year? Are you kidding me? This is BS. I mean, he is three zero though. He did win a game, completing like like throwing for seventy yards. Yeah, he had like uh, what's his name stat line? Who's the guy? Josh the- Rosen. Josh <laughs> is also on the Dolphins. Who's also on the Dolphins? <laughs> he had like such a horrible play. What was the last game? He like basically got tackled and like fumbled the ball, like standing straight up, up and down, like just got like run over and dropped the ball. Like James Robinson is like steamrolling ahead into absolutely nothing in that Packers game and somehow getting positive yardage rush for over 100 yards. Well, anybody can run on the Packers. That's true. But their, their, defense pretty, their defense actually is not good. That's just until they play the Bears and they'll look like yeah. the most yeah. vaunted yeah. Really elite. in the league. Be, yeah, they're going to be an elite game. defense. Oh, man. Can we not Zedarius, talk about the Bears? Darius Smith is going to get so many sacks and then everybody's going to be like, I think Darius Smith is actually better than Khalil Mack. And that is an objectively wrong take. I don't even want to talk about the Bears this week. Can we just not? Can we just act like it didn't happen? Yeah. Okay. Talking to the mic. They're, they're they're dead. They're dead and gone. They're dead and gone, baby. See ya. Um, We're on a bye week, so bye. Bye. It's so nice that I don't have to have Thanksgiving ruined this year by the stupid Bears. Yeah, it'll just be ruined when uh, Ohio State shit pumps IU this weekend. <laughs> Oh, that's how we're steering into this topic? No, dude, we totally believe in the number 10 Indiana Hoosiers. Number 9 Indiana Hoosiers. Oh, I didn't know we moved (laughs) up. Hoosiers. Yeah. Um, Definitely a team that is benefiting a ton from empty stadiums. (laughs) Like, they don't have to go into the big house or the horseshoe full of fans. So... Yeah. Oh, Go sorry. Ahead. No, I was gonna say. So, like, is this the most excited you've ever been about 
a football game or were you more excited about the 2006 Super Bowl for the Bears? Definitely more excited about the Super Bowl, but I am pumped for this game. I mean, I'm still cautious, but the weird thing is that the teams that both Indiana and Ohio State have played are abjectly terrible. Like, the Big Ten East sucks this year. Michigan sucks. Michigan State sucks. Penn State is 0-4 after starting the, Good Lord. the top 10. Yeah, Indiana is, like, breaking teams as they go along. It's not just so much that they defeat them. It's what that about they... Maryland? I thought Maryland was good to his brother. I don't think either team has played Maryland up to this point. So both teams are, like, in the top 10, but they're still, quote-unquote, unproven. So who knows? I mean, I think that the talent on Ohio State is still way better than Indiana, like pound for pound. Well, yeah, they have the second. The second overall pick is going to be taking snaps under center yeah, for exactly. Ohio State. So it's definitely uphill for Indiana. But if you had to like paint a picture in which Indiana can win this game, one empty stadium. So like. I think they're on the road. There's no home field advantage. Um, a really good defense. Indiana's defense is actually good, and their defensive secondary is like Elite. ball hawks. Um, shout out Taiwan Mullen, and they've got a good offense. I mean, Penix isn't like Justin Fields level, but he's serviceable at the college level. What does Ohio State do well? Have a good have really talented players in every position. <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> like so, dominate every team in the big 10 always by being the best recruiter in the big 10 is, uh, is I have, I've seen zero minutes of Indiana or IS OSU football this year. Are, does IU, are they like willing to like dig in the bag of tricks and do some funky shit this weekend? Like some, double oh, reverse yeah. passes and like some onside kicks and some fake punts. Like, are yeah. they willing to like just sell out and absolutely yeah. go for it? Is, is whoop gonna, is WAP going to throw for a touchdown? <laughs> that would be a good bet. Actually, if a wide receiver throws for a touchdown, I mean, Tom Allen is definitely going to reach into the bag of tricks and do some weird shit, like anything to gain an edge and probably early in the game to psych out Ohio state. Oh, there is one thing I do like about this game, and I, I don't mean to be, to make light of uh, something that could be kind of serious for um, his son, but his son's on the team, right? Yeah. And didn't he get – he has a uh, – he got injured. Yeah, so it's gonna be he got rallying. blown out last game. Ooh, oh, that's bad. But it's a good rallying rallying cry. Uh, yeah, that also happened, I think, in the Purdue game last year. He, like, really hurt his shoulder. But this is like a really serious knee injury. But oh, poor guy. Are you guys yeah. ready to go with me to unfounded theory corner? Sure. Do do it. Okay. Um, so when there is a um, an upset, I feel like um, the way you want to do it is you want it to be tight early, and then you want to kind of put the foot on the gas a little bit more in the second half. Like you want to have like a frisky first half where you're maybe like within three or you're up by three or maybe even up by a touchdown. But if you're Indiana, you do not want to be up by more than one score. Yeah, going I, I totally yeah, totally. I, I totally They've agree. Been in this momentum, momentum theory. Yeah. Like you don't want Ohio State to go into halftime and like have everyone look in the mirror, like literally and be like, Hey, 
I go to Ohio State. It's time to activate yeah. the secret sauce, maybe snort some greenies, get back out there <laughs> and put the pedal to the metal. Like you want to be just within frisky enough to be within one score, either up a score, down a score, whatever. And then you want to do the sneaky stuff in the second half. Yeah. Cause it's kind of a desperation thing to be like, Oh, we ran a reverse in like the first drive of the game. Like really? Like, <laughs> okay. Like relax, dude. Like you just got here. Like you're not, you're not out of it already. Like I'm just saying like, hopefully you are keeping it tight in the first half. And then the second half, you can dig, dig in that bag of tricks and see what's up your sleeve. I like it. No, it's not unfounded at all. I, I kind of, I very much agree with that theory. Cool. I agree too. It's, the only it's, issue it's with- like, yeah, it's like momentum. And then what like, like energy dispersion theory too. Like you don't want your guys, like if you're the underdog, you don't want to get too far out because then everybody starts actually thinking it could happen and you yeah. want them to be like, it can happen when there's like three minutes left in the game. Sure. The only thing is like with momentum, they can't get the crowd behind them. That's true too. That's a uh, good point. Good point, Luke. Very insightful. And Indiana is a, uh, definite first half team they are terrible at making adjustments and they suck in the second half so in this instance it might behoove them to build a lead but in general i agree in with like the first half lead thing because i think that's the model that well no i guess the what's the biggest upset that has happened in our lifetimes app state over michigan uh umbc Uh... over virginia I, I mean, oh, in football, wow. they 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 went out, dude. They went into the half with the lead, and then they they put the yeah they put they the put hammer the down. To, yeah, they put the hammer down. That wasn't even close. Um, and then Virginia won. <laughs> yeah, Virginia won. Um, I don't know. It's a good. It's a good. I feel like there's one that like there's somebody who's listening to this and a car is like, like screaming into their steering wheel right now. Yeah, Vicky's losing missing, her like, freaking mind that you're not remembering the. I don't know. Boise State Fiesta Bowl over Oklahoma. <laughs> that wasn't the biggest upset. I feel like App State over Michigan is a way bigger upset than that. Mm. And they like blocked a couple punts for touchdowns in that game. That's one of those yeah. things where weird things happen and it just killed Michigan. And Michigan was ranked number two that year. What about for all of our uh, Philly fans, the uh, the Eagles over the Patriots in the Super Bowl? Those are two professional teams in the Super Bowl. <laughs> that does not. <laughs> For all of our Philly fans, Wooder, Wooder, we love Wawa. Wooder, Wooder. We love Wooder Ice and Wawa. Wooder Ice and Wawa. Okay, we've got time for like one more segment. What are we feeling? Toilet, I feel like you've got a couple bangers here. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to just change all mine. Mine are just going to go to next week. What do you guys, we'll look at my list, see what you uh, want to talk about. We got the sexual harassment test I took. I've got thoughts on the worst day to hold your wedding. Um, word art. Um, Let's do uh, wedding I like, Yeah, worst day to host a wedding is somebody who just had one a little while. I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Because okay. I, have, I have a theory on worst. I, I, I actually do have a theory on worst time time frame worst like two weeks to host okay. your wedding go um i am going to a wedding on the saturday after thanksgiving <laughs> wow oh my god <laughs> and so um fuck that dude putting, fuck that um thank i i just want to say that um if this was like a normal year and this would be like i feel like the the weekend of thanksgiving is like 
some of the best football that's being played. Like it's yeah. not rivalry week, but it's usually like a really good game. Like you might get Michigan, Michigan state. You might get like um, Northwestern Wisconsin. Now I realize that this is definitely a Midwest podcast. So those are the first two things <laughs> that came to mind, which are interesting to me and probably no one else that's listening. That's in Israel no, or Belgium. No, 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 toilet. No, that's, that's usually uh, rivalry week. It's it like is. the egg bowl, the egg bowl between okay. Mississippi and Mississippi state is on think iron. Sometimes bowl. it's pushed. Yeah. Oh, iron okay. bowl is usually that Saturday. So yeah, Indiana no, that's versus Purdue, like, Yeah. That's in a normal year. That is, it's usually the last, it's usually the last regular season game before conference oh, championship. Okay. So yeah, you're right. It is always like the best. You're right. It is always usually the best football game. Yeah. I think I've just kind of had like low T energy with football this year. Cause I was not able to coach football and I've just been kind of out of it with the bears being terrible the last few weeks. So um, that's just kind of a bummer. Like it's going to be, obviously I love my friend. I'm glad he invited me to be at his wedding. Like whatever we're going to be, you know, as safe as we possibly can with the very minimal number of people that are going to be there, like 20 people total. Um, but it just kind of sucks. It's the Saturday after Thanksgiving when all I want to do is like hang out in my sweatpants and eat Buffalo chicken dip until I throw up. Yeah, dude. And I feel like even beyond football, that's like one of those weekends where a lot of people have shit going on or like travel to see their family during that time. <laughs> yeah. I think they capitalize on, oh, well, no one's going to be traveling to see their family so they can travel to our wedding. Or it's the day after Black Friday, too, which, by the way, this year is just going to be insane. Are you going to, how much money are you going to spend on yourself compared to money on other people? I'm like, well, I'm not participating in Black Friday, but. Oh, Cyber, Cyber Black Friday? Um, I'm usually pretty good. I've already spent $300 on myself. What you get? Good for you. Some headphones, some speakers, some clothes, treat myself. Yeah, treat yourself, King. Uh, Went to Menards a couple weeks ago and spent all my rebates on some toiletry items, some little self-care at Menards, some snacks. I guess everything, well, technically everything you buy for yourself would be trees. True. (laughs) Good one. (laughs) Um, So. So I know I digress a lot, and that is pretty much this podcast is a two-hour digression. But that I don't know if this is the worst day to have a wedding, um, but I'm curious what your thoughts were. Luke, I know you were invited to a wedding on Halloween this year, which sounds fun, but in practice, maybe not so much fun. I think it could be fun. Like, if they embrace the Halloween theme and if people went to the reception and like costumes and stuff. Yes. And they played the monster mash and there was yes. candy everywhere. Like, yes. yeah, that would rock like a <laughs> Halloween themed wedding. If you're going to have it on Halloween. Absolutely. 100%. Um, well, first of all, the worst day to um, have a wedding is Friday. Like I, I haven't oh. ever seen a weekday wedding. That's worse yeah. than Sunday. Cause I've been to a Sunday wedding. Oh, oh my Lord. God! Wow, I think that takes. Yeah. No um, pun intended. If you're in a long-term non-wed relationship and uh, your partner passive-aggressively watches the show for weddings, like um, someone I know in my house, uh, you get to see a lot of different weddings. There was one on there that was on like a Thursday at six o'clock in the morning. So I feel like whoever that person was, it wasn't six o'clock, but it was like eight o'clock in the morning and not a courthouse wedding, but like an actual wedding with a reception. I feel like that takes the cake. 
Why? Why? What were the circumstances around having it at that date and time? Money. They just didn't have money for a, a nicer place. I mean, you get a deal going Thursday morning versus Saturday night. <laughs> uh, wow. Um, well, I guess I just meant like like time of year and like like the yeah. circumstances around it. So yeah, Valentine's Day toilet. Um, I would I would my my choice on when the worst time is is definitely like i think about the first or second week of college football being oh, back oh. i think that's a terrible that's a terrible weekend um you know when we got married we made sure not to go any later than the weekend we did because i think the next weekend after was like the college football kickoff so like labor day weekend basically it's the it's probably the weekend before labor day okay and again that's actually a bad weekend to get married to because i think a lot of people like that to have that weekend before like school starts and all that stuff and they want to have one more vacation that's when my sister's getting married toilet is the officiant labor day 2021 i'll I'll add another one um the weekend around fourth of july oh preach nobody wants to be celebrating your wedding the weekend of fourth of july correct hey we want to be celebrating a different union (laughs) <laughs> a union of 50 fucking states yeah baby on the 4th of july we don't want to be celebrating a union between you know timmy and becky all right we will <laughs> exactly <sighs> um yeah i think late i think that valentine's day it it doesn't sound that bad but then it's like your partner would be like, well, that doesn't count for Valentine's Day. We have to do our own thing for Valentine's Day. So then you're like spending right. a ton of money in February on a ton of different things, which sounds expensive. There's absolutely nothing inexpensive about a wedding. <laughs> Nothing's cheap except for the dancing. That's free. There we go. I, and I mean, the viewers at home, Toilet has just showed us his ample nipples. breasts. Yes. You're welcome. You're welcome. I mean, how much did it cost to train the horses to do that, like, weird <laughs> gait? Dressage. The, the bowing thing that they do? Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> it, didn't cost, it didn't cost much at the time. We just had to pledge our firstborn. <laughs> they have to serve a term in the military at Fort Mackinac. <laughs> <laughs> the garrison active duty to fight the canadians or the british or whoever oh man we just said holding in the end zone oh is this a safety toilet oh toilet yes. all the players are throwing this would tie the game this is incredible no it's gonna go two points to the seahawks yes oh no dang it oh that's not in the end zone yet well, folks, we've gotten to the point of the episode where we're just describing Thursday Night Football, so I think that's as good a point as oh, any. Oh, he's to, out. Uh, he was, he's, he's out of the uh, – he's like on the like – It's as good like a point as any. <laughs> yeah, if you start holding him on the one-yard line, but then they run into the end zone and you're still holding him, is it still holding in the end zone? Yeah, he's still holding – yeah, he's still holding into the end zone. There we go. Oh, we need this. I need this for points. We still need a couple of touchdowns. We're just trying okay. to get the over to hit. Yeah, 57. We need 58 points, 57 and a half. Well, uh, until the over hits, um, stay safe out there, boys. Have a 
Um, happy Thanksgiving ahead. Oh, no, let me be the... Oh, I'm, damn it. I was going to say, it. let me be the first to wish you and your family a happy Thanksgiving. You can be the second one after Luke. Let me be the second. Let me be the first after Luke <laughs> to wish you and your loved ones a happy and safe and healthy Thanksgiving. I love you, turkeys. I love you, turkeys. Call your mothers for us. Stop it, folks.